Hey y'all, this is Dana, your co-host of Rants and Revelations. We had so much fun doing this episode that we didn't realize it was an hour long, so we broke it down to two parts. Enjoy part one and be sure to check out part two later. Bye. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, aka it's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modern Me Michelle. And we are super excited for this girl chat episode is very on brand for just like conversations I think like a lot of women in our age group uh, are having right now, right? Um, Trying to find their identity, figuring out that sexual identity, what what it looks like. I was going to say if you have one, but I feel like everyone has a sexual identity, right? I think so, unless you're asexual, but I guess that's still a sexual identity. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's so many labels. So, you know, people just identify in different ways. This particular episode um, was inspired by Jasmine Sullivan's EP, Hotels. Mm-hmm. And she spells ho the French way, H-E-A-U-X. We love a little touch of class. Okay, a little foreign, a little class. Now, I don't even really know if that translates to what we think it do in French, but all Americans think if you add the E-A-U-X, it's automatically French. Oh, come on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So while I was uh, preparing for this episode, I just Googled hotels just to see what's out there. Did you know? that EP stands for extended play? Oh, I would think it would stand for like extended project or something like that. Extended play. Interesting. What First of all, I was like extended. Like I didn't think the end of piece for anything. I never questioned it in all my years of life, what EP could possibly mean. Mm-hmm. But I found that out and I was like, wow, look at me learning something. Fun fact. Okay, passing along the gems along the way. (laughs) But yes, Hotels is Jasmine Sullivan's extended play, aka EP, that she released, I believe it was last year. It was in place. (laughs) Yes, it was in 2020. And basically, it's 32 minutes long. She has eight songs on there with great features, hers on there. Uh, Ari Lennox, Pac Anderson, so great features. But in between each song, she has these conversations that are basically spoken words of women sharing their tales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she has like, she has Ari's tale, Amanda's tale, Precious's tale, and they're all just sort of talking about sex and love and money and their personal experience. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, in their own personal experience. Mm -hmm. And I think it got very real. Mm -hmm. It surely did. Girl, sometimes a little too real. I had to clutch my pearls. Um, I know for one self, for example, Precious. So Mm -hmm. it literally starts where she's like, to be honest, money makes me come. I said, whoa. And there it is. Child. Okay, then. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Different strokes for different folks. Like, Literally. 
And so her many stroke of favor is money. Hello? I see. I was like, how does that work? So many questions. But that's just one example where people are just like, or the women on the project are truly just candid about their stories. And there's another one where she talks about how she cheated on someone who she loved. And, you know, she felt bad about it. And I felt like that was refreshing as well, because so many times the narrative is, uh, well, she was um, in a relationship with another woman. So she's gay and she's just kind of talking or she's a lesbian and she's kind of talking about how she cheated on her partner. But I feel like most times when we do, and when I say we, I mean society, when society talks about cheating, it's usually in a heterosexual relationship and the man is the one doing the cheating. That is true. So for her to admit to it and just talked about how like, it was weird that she had the listeners sympathizing with her. Mm. You know, like she's a cheater. So most times they're like, you know, blah, 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 ain't ish. You know, you, how, how could you? Yeah. But then when she adds context, you like, dang, we all mess up. Like, yeah, it's all about the presentation, man. Yeah. A nice <laughs> bow on it. Yes. I should have said nice, Bo, because she definitely talked about, like, the hurt. But even when she said something like, you know, it hurt me to hurt her, I truly rolled my eyes. <laughs> that part I couldn't sympathize with. Because, like, girl, you cheated, really? please. You still slid. Right, right. Major L. Um, and I also thought it was not awesome, but her partner and her didn't reconcile. Like, they, like, parted ways. Mm-hmm. And again, when I think about like movies and TV shows, it's always like forgiveness and forgiveness is great, but it's nice to see somebody pay the price of their, of their actions. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always going to work out. It's not always going to work out. And that's how the cookie crumbles. Child, I was like, yikes, mm. yikes. And I'll say the last tale that I really enjoyed on the EP was Amanda's tale. Amanda's tale. And I really like it because, let me step back a little bit. So on the whole project, even though Jasmine is talking about sex and love and, you know, being a hoe, I think it's, it shows flexibility, right? There's women who are proud in their wholeness, but there's also women who are candid about the pain that could come from being a hoe, and I'm using air quotes, and like the rejection and dealing with it. And yeah. I like Amanda's tale a lot because she just talked about how, Sex is a superpower for her, mm-hmm. right? She felt like she may not be an Instagram baddie, but she knows that, like, he's always going to come back because her sex game is great. Right. And as much as that's a superpower, it's also, in a way, heartbreaking that she's just being relegated to sex, that, like, she's not being seen for who she is, but yeah. rather what's in between her legs. Right. So kind of that dynamism between the fact that she's like, yes, I can use that as a tool, but mm-hmm. dang, I'm also only seen as that tool. Right. Right. It was so yeah. deep. I was like, man, just like, wow. It's rough in these streets, apparently, girl. Apparently, because, you know, I don't know. And I know you don't know, girl, <laughs> if nobody knows <laughs> or if anybody doesn't know, I should say <laughs> it is I, it is we, it is we. So let's get into the topic. I just sort of wanted to briefly go over the EP because when it came out, when I tell you, I listened to it back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, you wanted all the tales. All the tales. I had to repeat them. I was shocked. I yeah. engaged with the project. 
Right. I think the good thing about this project is the fact that it feels real. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was like low key needed in 2020. Yeah. You know, kind of just like just a fresh new, cause I feel like things, I feel like things just weren't the same in 2020. Right. Yeah. So I like that she kind of presented it, presented her project in a new way as well. Yeah. Because I can't really even remember did I listen to music like that in 2020 <laughs> were there new things coming out like what was happening you right know? it's all a blur it's all a blur so it's great that she was able to present like I said a project in a, a kind of fresh different perspective mm-hmm. and giving these women the platform to share their experiences in regards yeah. to their sexuality yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it did a great job of like empowering women like, hey, if you feel that confidence and that freedom when it comes to your sexuality, that's perfectly fine. If you, you know, use it to get the things that you want, whether that's a new car, get your bills paid for, get school paid for, then that's what you got to do. But also if you understand the pains that come with it, because sex is a big responsibility. It is. It is. It is. There's so many ties to, mm-hmm. you know, like there's just so many layers. Mm-hmm. So there are some G's out there who can just like hit it, quit it and nothing. Keep it pushing. Them. Yeah. Right. But I feel like even the g of the G's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh-huh. sure they would each have their own story where they were like, dang, there was that one person though, like that really, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. because sex is such a connecting thing. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I also think, so one thing you said is there are so many layers to sex. Yeah. And I think the mouthpieces, right, who monopolize the conversation around sexuality and being sexually free, often do not discuss the many layers that come with it. Of course not. That wouldn't be fun. Mm, maybe that's because I'm like why is that people are like sex is fun it's great it's this but I'm like and yes I have heard more recently people talk about the importance of having conversations with your partner about what you like about getting tested things like that but for so long I just felt like it wasn't part of the conversation and I'm like no one talks about HIV and AIDS and STDs anymore no one talks about like and I know like my body, my choice, but even making the decision is a big adult decision to make. Like sex is fun, but it can come with a lot of heavy life-changing consequences. Of course, of course. I think because when it comes to sex, there are times where people are just so in the moment or they kind of want to see sex approached as kind of like a fresh in the moment Mm. fun experience you don't really want to be bogged down by the reality yeah (laughs) of what like you said the heavy things that could come with it and I know you mentioned me mentioning the layers Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and I think even in the simplest instances you can still see how sex has so many layers and I wanted to give an example was watching Married at First Sight and for anybody who watches the show uh, Clara mentions because obviously they're married on the show, right? Mm-hmm. So her husband uh, is just not putting out, like he's just not giving her the things. You I was know? very shocked. I know this is not a married at first sight conversation, but that shocked yeah. me because again, 
I'm just like, dang, the way society makes things seem and then reality are completely different things. Because you would think he's a man. He about to like be real aggressive with it. Like what's, and you would think as the woman, she would be the one like, no, let me get to know you first. And it was the exact opposite. Sis was like, ma'am, I mean, not ma'am, sir. I need, especially because she says she was getting him off every night, but that's a different conversation. The point that I wanted to make was... (laughs) Uh, the point that I really wanted to make was the fact that she said that she wasn't understanding why it was taking so long for him to put it out because sex is just sex to Mm. her. It's sex and she doesn't get it. And for him, obviously you can see, and I believe he is um, probably more religious, spiritual. So to him, it's like, I want to feel a connection with you. I don't want sex Mm -hmm. to be used as a tool Mm. in the future. So to her, she's just like, it's just sex. To him, it's like, it's deeper than that. So it's Mm. like, whoa, even to her saying that, it's like, wow, you can tell because she's had past experiences with sex to where even when she was with someone that she loved, it was still just always sex to her. So it's just deep. It's deep. Wow. I didn't expect us to get this deep. Yeah. But then, hey, we're over here talking about how other people don't talk about the layers, so I might as well we we might as well just get into it, right? Like the layers. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's another episode if we really wanted to talk about like just sex in itself and just like, but that's another episode, yeah, another story for another day. Uh huh. Back Great. to the hotels, though. Great. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a good. I just wanted to use that as like a as a reference about the fact that sex does have so many layers, but we were going down. We were going down to sex. Uh, right, right. Rabbit <laughs> hole. Emotions. Rabbit <laughs> hole. There you go. <laughs> so let's start with this. How do you define a whole phase? Ooh, so me personally, I feel like I define a whole phase as a time where you are just free and you are just doing whatever you want to do, whether it's speaking to multiple men, whether it's being physical with multiple men, intimate. I mean, it's hard for me to put myself in the mindset of a whole phase Mm because I'm so far removed. But I would just think in the grand scheme of things, the whole phase is when you are just free, doing your thing with multiple people. And yeah. Life is good. (laughs) Hello? Future's voice. So, okay. Okay. I get that. I will say the one thing that I want to push back on is the fact that you use the word free. And the reason why is I think a lot of people believe to have a whole phase or to be sexually promiscuous, it allows people freedom. And that would mean if you're not sexually promiscuous, that there's some kind of like bondage or like just the opposite of free. And I don't think that's always the case. So I feel like we should also start changing the language around that because someone can have a whole phase and society applauds it, but there's other people who like, that's not their thing. Like casual sex is not for them. And I feel like that should be applauded as well. Like the other person isn't free because they want to sleep with whoever they want to. You know, like sex is important to both parties. They just have different views on it. Like one person could say like, sex is important to me. I want to have it with whoever, whenever, however I want to. And the other person can say, sex is important to me that I would rather be much more selective about who I choose to engage in it with. Both are free. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I'm glad that you kind of did a deeper dive into it. I did mention in my, because like I said, it's, I think I mentioned this, but it is so, uh, it's relative to the person. I said, um, so it could be where to one person is having sex with multiple people, or maybe just talking to different people, or maybe just dating different people. Uh, But I'm glad that you went and did a deeper dive because that is true. You know, like it shouldn't be seen as being, like you said, um, like uh, being stuck or not feeling free because you because that's a that's freedom in itself to know that you're not letting sex serve as x y and z in your life if that's how you know it can be viewed so i yeah i'm glad that you prefaced that yeah and thank you for that additional clarity i feel like that was a little snap needed that was good (laughs) um so i went to handy dandy urban dictionary do you remember for our first episode we went to urban dictionary to define hot girl summer We love a good Urban Dictionary reference, huh? From the first episode to the one-year anniversary. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wow. Full circle. Full circle. So according to the top definition on Urban Dictionary, a a whole phase is a phase in your life that occurs frequently when you are fine with exploring promiscuous activities and connecting with random people. These activities do not always end in sex, but they can lead to it. You have a high tendency to dance provocatively with strangers, be a tease in social settings, flirt nonstop, kiss and or make out with others, and get caught up in the moment. This phase helps you establish what you like and don't, explore your sexuality and have fun you have the ability to stop these actions or snap out of the phase that was a great definition wow wow this Someone's phase, a good time to go on urban dictionary and type that out child there's more okay okay <laughs> this phase typically occurs when you are in a social setting and you have a lot of pent-up energy and went to let loose some may think this is shallow, but knowing yourself is a learning process by J Unit 1620, May 2012. Mm. Okay. Wow. So how do you feel about that definition? Um, I'm kind of surprised that a whole phase includes dancing provocatively with strangers, being a tease in social settings, flirting nonstop. You feel some type of way? <laughs> I don't feel some kind of way. I feel surprised. Like, I just never thought that was a whole phase. While I do realize that, well, no, I don't realize. I thought a whole phase meant you were sexually active with multiple people at once and you were responsible about it, right? Like, you were honest about that with your different partners. You were using protection. But at the same time, it's like you could sleep with one person tonight and sleep with someone else the next morning. I didn't know like flirting was part of the whole phase. And I think that's where it, it goes back to it being relative. So mm-hmm. to someone who, you know, sex is saved and reserved for whether it's their spouse, their future spouse, or for someone who's very special to them, maybe like flirting with a bunch of different people is like, listen, I'm in my whole bag right now. Okay. Like, I'm, fl- I'm giving, flirting. I'm giving you... <laughs> I'm giving you all of these goods in a sense of flirting with you and I'm flirting with him and I'm flirting with your homeboy and I'm flirting with him at dinner. Wow. You know, so I think it's relative. I think it's relative, but I think in the grand scheme of things, 
what you said is typically how society views a whole face. But if you kind of use a magnifying glass to kind of peer into it, it is extremely relative. Wow. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm. Girl, you showing all your teeth what that means to this? Tell us. Hold I, on, Miss Belfleur. Have you had a whole face? <laughs> I have not ever had a whole face. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, by this definition, I'm like, let's look at this definition. <laughs> <laughs> you have a high tendency to dance provocatively with strangers via tease. Okay, have I danced with strangers? Yes. Provocatively defined provocative. Okay. Ooh. Is that Be- relative as well? That is I've been out with you, my friend. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm not gonna put you out there like that. <laughs> not that you're out there like, oh my gosh, this has gone down a different Stop talking. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> um, let's see. Be a tease in social settings. I'm not a tease. Flirt nonstop. I don't even know how to flirt. Do you not? No. Hmm. I don't think I'm a flirter. I'm like, okay. boy, shut up. So you feel like you're more of like a realist when it comes to that kind of thing. You're not here really. Or do you want a guy to flirt with you? Or are you kind of just like, I don't want any of that. Let's just get to business. No, I just don't really understand how like flirting works. I feel like more recently, I've been able to tell if a guy is flirting with me. But for the most part, I'm like. (laughs) It's because you're so like, what's the word? Not pragmatic. You're so like such a. It can be like if a guy is kind of like trying to flirt check and see being like, wait, so what are you saying? Like, do you really? Right. Like, yeah. I, like, I can't like pick a, up the cues, you know, like, are we just having conversation or like you want this to lead? You know what I mean? Especially because I'm like friendly. So I'm nice to everyone. I'm always talking. So often if I'm having a great conversation with the guy, and I'm thinking like, oh, it's just a great conversation. And then they ask for my number. It's always like record scratch. What? No, I thought we were just talking about like. <laughs> right usually it shocks me so like now I can pick up a little bit more and I don't know if it's because I've gotten older and like guys have sharpened their game you know what I mean perhaps oh that was definitely flirting but I don't know I don't feel like I engage in flirting because I'm not like a flirtatious person like Maybe how do you, you should engage how bat my eyelashes I wear glasses no. you know I'd have to be mad obvious <laughs> You, I mean, flirting doesn't have to, okay, enough. <laughs> She's actually batting her eyelashes. And, it and looks I look crazy. Like, it does, but that's because you're doing a lot. I <laughs> feel like flirting doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be a physical flirt. It can be like a cute little verbal flirt, you know, like. See, I don't do that. Oh my God. I would laugh. I would laugh. Like, I can't even take myself seriously. Like, what are you saying? Oh my gosh. Loosen up, Belle Fleur. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I need a whole face. <laughs> Do you? Only, only with flirting, though. Mm. You see, I'm such a square. I'm like, maybe I could take a class on flirting. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure it's out there. I wonder if there's, like, a master class. Yeah, how do you practically, like, all jokes aside, how do you practically flirt? Practically flirt. I feel like, I mean, I, it's hard for me to say. I feel like I would just need to get different scenarios and then I can give you like potential flirting cues. Not you coaching. Girl, who you be flirting with, Brandon? My man. <laughs> I'm playing. You'll probably think I'm a square too. <laughs> Not you coaching me on flirting. Maybe yeah. that's something we could put into practice when we um, go out of town. 
Yes, that'd be fun. I could be like, I could be in the, um, ooh, oh dang, <laughs> you're your a child. You're a child. Say, girl, if you could have wore a wig, girl, and covered your ear, we could have been like on TV when they would have the earpiece in and tell them what to say. You're a child. AirPods are still a thing. So no. technically I could get away with the AirPod. I just put one in. Exactly. No. Oh, but I feel like it would kind of seem off if you're like speaking to someone on a day and you have the AirPod in. Or is that not? Do people I mean, it it's not like it would go anywhere because <laughs> we're in a whole other city anyway. So why do I care? I need practice for the real thing when I come back what to Atlanta. What if it does go somewhere? Look at you limiting what could happen. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten there yet. See, this is why I'm going to be flirting. Because I'm like, wait, black and white. A, B, C. One plus one needs to equal two. Dana, we're going to chat offline. <laughs> You're right. Because we all the way... <laughs> <laughs> this is what I be forgetting we're doing a podcast. Ciao. <laughs> back to the regularly scheduled program. Hey, y'all. And we're back. And Thank we're you back. for that commercial break. <laughs> okay. So now that like we've talked about what a whole phase is, let's see. Michelle, did you ever go through a whole phase? I did not go through a whole phase. Mm-hmm. No. Um the last time I experienced talking <laughs> to you were 12 I was like <laughs> no honestly well, I think I was 16 no not 16 girl I got with Brandon when, um in 2011 um, when we were 18 right 17 17 hey, wow 17 wait and... you have been together for a decade have we yeah, we have. 17 years old and I'm like 27. Wow. Yeah, kids. So you, no, you have not ever been through a whole thing. Not even before, Brandon. What were you doing in your teenage years? <laughs> you didn't ever skip school to see no boys? That wasn't a whole phase, though. Oh, no. I wasn't talking to multiple boys at the same time. No, Mm-mm, I wasn't. Wait, if you're talking to multiple people at one time, that's a whole phase? Isn't that what they said? It's relative, right? Child, then maybe I have, because... Or is that dating? I think it's dating. Yeah, It's okay. None of it amounts to anything. (laughs) (laughs) Call it what you want. None of it amounts to anything. And I would walk past half of them. So (laughs) you won't even acknowledge that. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to put them in the bucket <laughs> and put them to the side. Yeah. Uh, so to answer your question then, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect anything differently. Of course <laughs> not. We need some juicier people on our show. From one square to another. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like as an adult in my dating life, for people who are more conservative, they would consider a whole phase, you know, talking to mm-hmm. different people, dating different people, dancing yeah, yeah. provocatively, um, I guess. But honestly, it's not my definition of a whole phase. Right, right. Because it would typically um, involve you engaging in sexual, like, activities with multiple people, like you said, like, mm-hmm. with him Monday night, with him Tuesday night, with him right. Monday night. Dana, could you, like, see yourself... Take yourself out of it. Like, take, okay. I want you to like pull back. <laughs> My two inches of hair. Your beautiful brown <laughs> little curls. Pull them back. Okay. And take uh-huh. out all of the logic. Okay. All of the. I'm throwing it out. 
Yeah, all of the extraness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now you're just a shell of Dana. Do okay. you feel like you would be able to balance doing that? Like him Monday, him Tuesday, him Wednesday, him Thursday, especially if it's whether it's random men, whether it's men mm. that you know, whether it's a co I don't know. Like just could mm-hmm. you like picture yourself balancing that? You mean sexually? Sexually, yes, sexually. No. And why is that? Oh yeah, you said um it's not like Dana. Yes. Um, I, I had to preface with that because we know. <laughs> so I'm I'm like trying to think, like if I were your typical 27-year-old popping, you know, millennial, I would love to be able to do that. And not even sexually. I feel like whether I'm Dana for real or Dana the shell of Dana. I'm gonna no. stop you there. I'm why? talking about sexually. We're not sexually answer the question no could you, you couldn't mm-hmm. okay casual sex is not no absolutely okay. not i agree i'm i feel i feel you on that i couldn't picture myself sleeping or doing that with a different guy every single night because one i feel like i would be like oh my gosh like <laughs> this is a lot to balance mm-hmm. and then so, you have to remember what each person likes you got to remember names like it depends. Uh-uh. It depends on if you're trying to get yourself off. Then it's like, I, mm. do I have to remember what you like? Because it's about me, honey. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to, bro. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't even desire that. Mm-hmm. Me neither. I know I some. Have. for some people, it's like sort of like a conquest thing, right? Or like... Yeah. I could do whatever men could do for some women. Like I could do whatever men could do. Like, yeah. You know, it's that sexual confidence. I feel like one, you could have, you could be sexually confident without having multiple partners at once. Agreed. And also, I honestly just don't just, the thought is tiring. It's tiring. Yeah. It's t- okay. Okay. Bet. Just, just curious. <laughs> Moving on. 